Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Mike Shep. Pete, thank you across the way. Focus your updates. An hour left to play with to 9 a.m. Eastern time, Taz. We go a lot of football here on this Monday morning. NFL and the college variety. Let's kick off this hour with the three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Saints don't score a TD, but still defeat the Cowboys 12 to 10. Yes. Well said by Zach there. Awesome job. <laughs> 12-10, the final uh, out of New Orleans last night in the Sunday night game, Taz. Not a lot of fireworks, just one touchdown on the night. That was a one-yard touchdown plunge by Ezekiel Elliott that gave them a 10-9 lead at that stage. The Saints answered right back with a, a long nine-minute uh, field goal scoring drive that ended up, I believe, what, at the nine-yard line for the Cowboys. They end up kicking a 26-yard field goal to give them a lead 12-10 and uh, hold on from there. That Saints defense, uh, talking about picking up the slack, you know, Von Bell, they turned the Cowboys over on three occasions, two fumble recoveries and an interception on the final play of the game, a toss by Dak Prescott, uh, final Hail Mary throw. Uh, the Saints defense, they were great last week in Seattle, great last night up in uh, against the Cowboys. Maybe this is going to be one of those years, Taz, we talked about New Orleans, you know, kind of ticked off about the loss in the NFC Championship game. They're not going away quietly, even with the loss of Breeze, other aspects of the team. And we said at the time, if there was one team that could deal with that kind of injury, it would be New Orleans because of what they have, the playmakers they have in Kamara and Thomas offensively. They could run it. Um, and certainly the way, as well as the defense has played and played in the second half last year. And you know what? They've done just that. Two wins without Drew Brees. Yeah, that's very impressive, that Teddy Bridgewater. And, and it's nice to see that he's able to hold it down there for the uh, for the New Orleans Saints. And they're tough as hell at, in that Superdome for sure. And they got another very winnable game moves coming up this coming week against the Buccaneers. Even though the Bucs looked great yesterday on the road. Different story now you're playing the Saints team, you know, and you're playing them in that building. And that's what's happening next week. So, you know, I, and and I mentioned it earlier, you know, Drew, Drew Brees on the sideline during this game that we saw yesterday against the Cowboys. I mean, he looks, I mean, he's not in his gear. Obviously, he's got his thumb all taped up, wrapped up, and he's doing like his, <laughs> he was on the sideline to watch the game, doing his little physical therapy stuff with his done, move, thumb, moving his thumb to the left, to the right, up, down, just to get them little muscles working again in there because he just had surgery, surgery recently on that thing. So his eyes, looking at that field, man, he looks like he is so, he can't wait to get back on that field, Drew Brees. So if you're a Saints fan, you're sitting 3-1 right now. You got Teddy Bridgewater doing the right thing for you. You know, you got Ingram, uh, Ingram he's Gonski. You got, you got, uh, what's it, Kamara, sorry, you got Kamara, who, you know, didn't play amazing yesterday. But, you know, at any time, this guy can explode. 
Man, they got a good defense, too, dude. Like, you know, and you, next thing you know, you're going to have Breeze back. They're going to be okay. Yeah, that's the way it looks like right now, Taz. And at the, you know, the championship door, they're looking to get themselves back to a Super Bowl and win a title. Breeze isn't getting any younger. He's getting older. Um, and you need a Bridgewater, who I thought wasn't great last night, but he yeah, didn't have but, to be. Oh. Uh, he didn't have to be. Uh, and the other faces, I mean, when you go up to Seattle last week, Taz, and get an offensive, defensive, and special teams touchdown, you're going to win that game. And yeah. last night, with how well that defense played, they held to Elliott the lowest yards on the ground for him in the last 34 games. Yeah. They well, shut him down. They shut him down. They and, absolutely yeah. shut him down. And Prescott, you know, no touchdowns, one struggled. interception, struggled. Yeah, and again, it's that defense, and and they, they just they had him locked in, and and I'll tell you, man, it's impressive. Uh, I don't, I, you know, everybody panicked, you know, once Breeze went down and out, and that he's, he's going to be getting the, the the thumb and all that stuff. But man, I'll tell you what, they have responded well. You got to respect that they got a, a real diehard fan base. The New Orleans Saints does so. You know that who that nation has got to be super pumped. Oh, they were partying last night. Here's Bridgewater after uh, the victory and beating Dallas. We just have to lock in and just do what we do best, and that's play Saints football. You know, we can't think too much. I think uh, oftentimes when we're thinking too much, that's when, you know, penalties happen. So we just play fast, play with urgency, we play with some tempo. And it starts with me. And uh, I'm going to continue to challenge these guys as the weeks uh, go on and challenge myself to, to play with more sense of emergency and more tempo. Yeah, and there's no better chewer of a piece of gum than Jason Garrett or clapping those hands. Here's Garrett after the Cowboy loss. Yeah, one of the best things we've done here the first three weeks is convert third downs, and we weren't quite as good uh, on that tonight. Uh, and, and obviously we didn't run the ball as consistently and as effectively as we would have wanted to uh, in this game. So, you know, that, that's really... Um, Know, what we've been able to do up to this point. Yeah, and well, not last night. Not right. That, not against that defense. No, and and and, and the, the, the thing, too, is, you know, time possession-wise, the Saints, you know, the Saints, they outdid the Cowboys. First down-wise, they outdid the Cowboys. This is why they won the game. But, like, you can't, you know, you got a guy like Zeke Elliott running the football on a good offensive line. I don't care if you're on the road or not. You, you got to eat up some time possession. You, you got you – got, Arguably the best running back in the league on your team. Yeah. I, I mean, he had, 50, I he had not 50. What do you have? How many yards? Uh, 35 yards. Yeah. Uh, Taz, I'll, I'll tell you, Cowboys offensive line got pushed around. They, Last they, night they did. They, they lost they at the did. point of attack. Yeah. And, and usually you don't see that about the Cowboys uh, offensive line. Uh, usually they're the ones that are pushing guys around. Last night, how many times you see Ezekiel get the football and there was a guy in the backfield in his face or, uh, you know, the pressure up the middle before, or he's, he was getting hit right before he hit the line of scrimmage. Give the Saints defensive line credit yeah. and that entire team, Taz, because it's almost like they all looked at it as a challenge. Well, our quarterback's out. Everyone's going to write us off. And every other aspect level of their play is picked up. It yeah. really has. It's been great. Yeah, it happened. All right, Very number impressive. two. Yep. Number two. Chiefs and Patriots move to 4-0. Oh. They do. We spent a lot of time talking about the uh, the Bills and Pats game uh, earlier on. Obviously, Pats, huge Bills fan. Disappointment. 16-10 loss up in Orchard Park. The videos before the game um, were just uh, amazing uh, yeah. from the uh, the. The parking lot. A buddy of mine was up there. The graphic pictures. You can't can't throw them. It's just <laughs> disturbing. A little, a couple of them uh, were disturbing. Uh, but and I'm not going to share that out there. But yeah. uh, it is uh, it, the the Bills fan were ready to celebrate. Taz, unfortunately, yeah, uh, didn't go their way. Defense was the key. Both teams. Pat's defense played well. Bills defense was fantastic. They really shut Brady down and that Patriot offense. 
Uh, but the big key was when Josh Allen, who struggled throwing three interceptions, but he gets knocked out of the game due to a nasty hit by Jones, the defensive back of the Pats. He doesn't return. Barkley finishes that game and ends up being a Patriots 16-10 win. Yeah, tough. Tough one for me because I had a dog in a fight here in this one, and I, I, I am not a Patriots fan, one iota. And... Man, I thought we had a sh- chance here to get before this game started. Man, we got a good shot to win this game. The Pats are a little banged up. You know what I mean? Edelman's not 100%. Uh, uh, Hightower didn't play. They're, they're excellent linebacker. But yet their defense is still phenomenal, being the Patriots. Um, you know, we got a strong defense. Let's get after Tom Brady. And, and, we, and we, you know what? They did. I mean, Tom Brady did not have a great day. I mean, that offense did not have a great day for the Pats. And that's because of the defense. But we just we had the, the Bills had many opportunities to to take the lead in this game and it just didn't happen. Um, I believe actually, unless uh, I'm pretty sure on the stat that this was the yesterday was the first time this year I believe an offensive touchdown was scored against the Patriots that was done by the Bills. So that's I guess impressive. Uh, I would have rather to win, yeah. but um, and my quarterback not to have being concussion protocol right now, but you know. Um, yeah, just that I, I think Tom Brady did not have the type of game he normally has, but he did enough to win the game, and his defense played great, as did the Bills' defense. Yeah, it was tough. It's a tough game to watch. It was that that play we talked about where Gene Steratore broke that broke it down later on in the game, where it was an interception that led to the, the Pats had an interception that led to a, a field goal. Okay, which should not have been an interception because the ball was juggled while hitting an offensive player in Zay Jones. While Zay Jones was out of bounds, so it should have been a complete pass by Josh, Josh Allen, but that wasn't the case. No matter what, they lost the game to Bills, and the Pats go to 4-0. So. They do, uh, as do the Kansas City Chiefs out in Detroit, uh, as they take care of business against the Lions, a game that the Lions, for the large stretches of the game, were the better football team. But unfortunately for them, Taz, sloppy play, a fumble that gets taken back 100 yards the other way for a touchdown as they're going in. Uh, inability to finish off drive, settling for field. I mean, the Lions, though, watching that game, they were the better team. I'll give Patricia credit. They looked like a they looked lost a year ago. Yeah. Uh, he's gotten his guys in there. Give Stafford credit. He was questionable going in. He's dealing with, uh, I believe, an ankle and hip issue. Uh, he played, was brilliant, uh, as we chatted about earlier on in the show. The Lions are going to look at that game film and going to look at this game and say, we let this one get away. This is one that we got to – and that's the second time this season. You know, they blow that huge lead week one against Arizona, a game that ends up in a tie, right? Yeah. Uh, that should have been a victory for the Lions. And then you look at yesterday, at home against Kansas City, they were nearly a touchdown, you know, six, six and a half, seven-point underdog going into the game. They were better, They were the better team. They watch that game film, they're going to say, we should have won this football game in the right. There's no doubt. I think you bring up a good point about Matt Patricia because, you know, it was it was, seemed like yesterday we were ripping him how bad his team looked and how bad of a manager he is of his players and all this jazz. Man, he's turned that thing around. I got a funny feeling Matt Patricia's going to be a keeper for a long time in, in the Motor City. Um, even though they lost this game to the points you're making, 34-30 to 30, uh, to, the, to the Chiefs. Man, the Chiefs, uh, the vibe throughout this game was that they were going to lose this game. For me, I, as I watched it, uh, Matt Stafford just played great. Uh, he really did. on Johnson ran the ball over 120 yards running the ball. Uh, played awesome. The offensive line, talk about point of attack. They set a tone, the Lions did, on that old line against that talented D-line. They don't have a super talented defense. The defensive line is pretty good. They have some speed guys, the Chiefs do. And they were shut down for the most part throughout the game. 
by the Detroit Lions. But at the end of the day, what matters? Who gets the win? And on the road, you know, the, the Chiefs get the victory. So oh, they big. do. Yeah. Right. As they get themselves to uh, 4-0. Number three. Major League Baseball playoffs are set. They are, Taz. American League and uh, the National League. As yesterday was uh, game 162 across Major League Baseball with all the games getting going at 3 o'clock. So the wild card games are set Tuesday and Wednesday night. Tuesday night, it's going to be the National League game. The Nats... Uh, with Max Scherzer on the mound, they're going to be entertaining the Milwaukee Brewers. And then in the American League, it's going to be the Oakland Athletics uh, out in Oakland entertaining uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. Uh, so those are uh, the two wild card games. And then the rest of the playoffs will get set to get going on Thursday and Friday. The Dodgers will host the wild card team winner in the National League, Braves and Cardinals. And then on Friday, the Yankees playing host to the Twins and the Astros awaiting the wild card winner. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, this is uh, for those casual baseball fans. This is when you want to watch baseball. <laughs> this is the time to watch baseball. Um, even though this week, I got to tell you, it has nothing to do with baseball. It's going to be a big pro wrestling week. So I know a lot of people listen to this show, yeah. wrestling fans, and you got a lot of stuff happening this week. So I'd be interested to see. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm not saying it's going to really affect the baseball ratings, but it could. Plus, there's uh, you know AEW debuting this week. SmackDown on Fox is debuting this week. There's a lot of NXT going live for two hours. A lot of wrestling content. But I'm just thinking about wow, you know, people listen to this show. You know, maybe they're casual baseball fans. Now's the time to watch these the postseason. You know, with these with these two wild card games to start off the Brewers and the Nats and the and the and the Rays and the uh, Oakland A's, but you might be watching wrestling. I don't know. No, so. it could be. You're right. It is <laughs> yeah. a huge week. Yeah. There's no doubt big, about big it. Week, I yeah. mean, it's uh, and baseball is probably like we can't even catch a break. I know, uh, right? <laughs> right? As their as the you know their postseason does get going, and uh, it should be an interesting playoffs. And we'll we'll cover it obviously soup to nuts here on Taz and the Moose. Uh, throughout the course of the postseason, but uh, always enjoy when October playoff baseball does come around, Taz. And you know, the Astros, the Yankees, and the American League are obviously your favorites. You look at the Dodgers, the way the Braves have played, you know, those are, uh, and, and clearly those are your favorites right now as well. The Cardinals played very, very well too uh, down the stretch of the season. And I think you got to give, I am stunned. One team I'm stunned that's there, Taz, is the Milwaukee Brewers. To lose a player of Yelich's quality. Yeah. And, and uh, the reigning MVP, yeah. Taz. And oh. to still win and not just win, but I their I mean their numbers without him in the lineup this year, I think they were like nineteen or twenty games over five hundred. I mean it's remarkable what they did to lose that caliber of player out of your lineup and still find a way into the postseason. Got it, regardless of what happens in that game against the Nats, because they're gonna be facing Scherzer. Give that team a lot of credit for finding a way to get themselves into a wild card. I like their chances <laughs> yeah. because everything you just laid out. I mean, they, they really ought to do that without Yelich. I mean, like, and they it, it's insane. It's insane that it, look, both wild card games gonna be real good. Yeah, sure. I wish my Mets were in this, but uh, that ship has sailed. Um, well, they closed it out with a walk off victory yesterday against the Braves. Right. Uh, Dom but, Smith. Well, that's right, big Dom Smith. The whole story has been about uh, was Alonzo. Alonzo, fifty three, fifty three home yeah, runs. So there you go. A side note, nothing to do with the three. I wanted to ask you, uh, we didn't get to it earlier, but I want to ask you, because uh, you're close to the program, you do work with them, Rutgers. So, uh, yes. Chris Ash gone as the head coach. Correct. You know the scuttlebutt, and what a lot of people are talking about. Is that Greg Schiano's right. going to come back? Well, I want to get your breakdown on uh, that. Yeah, I've, I've, heard, I've heard that uh, from a number of, couple peop- a number of people over the last couple weeks, that, that, that he's the favorite mm. to come back. Now, he's going to cost you a lot of money. You know, they're paying Chris Ash $7.5 million buyout. 
and the rest of his salary for the rest of this year, I think it's a tad under $9 million mm. to go away. Now, that's a lot of money. That's a lot, man. It's a lot of money. Now, Rutgers is is in the Big Ten, but they're not Michigan. They're not Ohio State. They're not Alabama. They're not Clemson, right? right, and, right. and they've really struggled in the Big Ten Conference, Taz. And, and really, the way that they've struggled is they can't. They have not really been able to compete up front. Mm. When they go up against Ohio State, Iowa, Michigan State, Penn State, they, they get beat at the point of attack. The offensive and defensive line really, really struggles. So right. they, they can't really control the game. They can't really do all that much because the, because of the guys up front. Yeah, it, it, do I think it would work bringing Shiano back? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it yeah. would work. He's chop not coming. Wood. Remember Chop Wood? Yeah, Chop Wood. Chop Taz, wood. he's going to cost you a pretty penny. A lot of money, yeah. He's not now. He's not coming back for a million dollars a year. No. Greg no. Shiano's going to cost uh, you a lot of money. Yeah. And there was... We talked to Brett McMurphy a while back. Remember Stadium? Yeah. I forget yep. what story. What, what story? It was a college football story that he broke uh, that we were talking about. I think the Ohio State scandal. Mm. The Ohio oh, State scandal. Oh, yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're right, you're right, you're right. So he had a report, and I was unaware of it. Yeah. Bogus told me about it, that that the, the Scarlet Knights had basically contacted three guys to gauge their interest mm. over the last two weeks uh, to see if they'd be interested in the job. Greg Schiano being one. Right. Jim Levitt. Yep. Remember South Florida? Yep, I remember. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep, and then the third being Butch Jones. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, don't you think Shiano coming back to Rutgers would work? I, I think it'd be great for for that program for sure. I mean, I, people still think of him as forget about the Buccaneers and all that stuff. Everything done with the, the with the uh, what was that? Michigan too? Was Ohio State? Ohio State. It was one of those yeah, big Urban Myers. And then with the Pats too. Yeah. No. I I when I think of Shiano. I think of him with that Rutgers program. And I think now, correct me if I'm wrong, Nunzio Campanelli, the tight ends coach, is the interim head coach. Correct. Right. So Family of coaches. Yes, that's right. That's his, right. Uh, his brother is the linebacker's coach at Michigan. Oh, I didn't know who was at Michigan, his brother. Okay. Yeah, linebacker yeah. or secondary coach at Michigan. Mm. Yeah. His brother. Now, he played over at Montclair State, uh, small-time Jones there, small-time football program, but he's a good coach. Wasn't he the guy coaching at a high school program Bergen in Bergen Catholic. Bergen Catholic, BC. Bergen Catholic, big-time football. Yeah. Big-time lacrosse, too. Yeah. So, yes. Good program. Yeah, I mean, good, yes. So, good, so they, yeah. he now takes over on an interim basis. Maybe he's got a shot. I mean, Taz, you know this better than anybody, going through the recruiting trails with your son and everything. Yep. It's really, when you're looking at trying to keep guys in state, it's the connections that you have yeah. with programs, with other coaches. Uh, you have to you have to cultivate those relationships. Yep. You have to try and convince guys to, you know, to, you know. So that's really what it comes down to. Shiano did a great job of that. Chris Ash did not. No, uh, but listen, not. you know, man, look, Rutgers, I understand, like you said, they're not they're not Georgia, they're not they're not Alabama. I'm not I trying know to that. knock them at that. No, no, I'm just I know you're not. about financially. But, no, no, You're I know, at, but they, I mean, to, to they got the not, they got the money moves. They got the money. To no, pay no, them. I get it. So, uh, but they built a lot of buildings down there, Taz. They've spent a lot of money on campus stuff. is gorgeous. No, the campus gorgeous. is beautiful. Yeah. They spent to, that's a huge chunk of change. Tell for Rutgers to, to give a guy nine million, almost nine million dollars to go away. It's a lot of money, Taz. That, I, I'm not saying they don't no, have the money, right, but that's a lot why of money. I think that they got money. You know, they're going to have the money because to let a guy like to pay a guy like that is guaranteed deal to go away. That shows how much you want to be on the map to get a guy like Shiano in there. That's true. No knock on Coach Nunes, but <laughs> I don't think he's the guy that you want to build a big program. He'll recruit the hell out of the state of New Jersey, Nunes. We know that because of his history with BC. Well, Bergen Catholic, for those people not in the Northeast, like, what are they talking about? Well, right, Bergen you, Catholic. You know what I'm talking right, about. It's yeah. in, right, it's <laughs> yeah. a, it's a, a you know, Catholic private school, Catholic yeah, school in, in northern New really Jersey. Really good football program for Correct. a long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Taz, you're right. I would think that you make this decision and you know you have money to spend. 
Right. Play your right, right. That's what I'm saying. I just feel like they're giving that that kind of money to Ash to sit home. Man, wow. That's like Yeah, it's a nice uh, I don't know. It's a lot. Well the team was just in these big games pass were just non uh, and I'm not knocking the kids, it was just not competitive. Yeah. They lost fifty two nothing to Michigan on on Saturday. And you got Harbaugh still throwing the football with his backup quarterback in the fourth quarter. Uh, well he's trying to make the statement. I mean yeah, that he's... is I mean that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a, that's I a mean, douche move. I mean, he's still throwing, throwing the foot, run the ball, right. coach. No, Come I, on, I, I agree with you. Well, yeah. they did it. They did it that one night down in Piscataway, and they scored seventy-eight points. Yeah, and all they did was run. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, I don't care if you're trying to just keep winning, score points, but run the ball. I mean, no, let I agree. the clock run. And don't just, disagree. Just, yeah, don't do that. Don't disagree. So right. there you have it. The three here on right. this uh, on this Monday morning. I, I hope Shiano gets it. Uh, it seems to be pointing that way, Taz. You know, we'll see. We'll yep. see in terms of. Uh, that when that decision does come down, but uh, they got an interim coach the rest of the way as they get set to entertain Maryland on Saturday. Maryland, talk about Maryland. 59 nothing Friday night. I know. That's going to be an interesting game. Rutgers and the Terps. Yes. Uh, we'll get to uh, the Vikings. Do they have a quarterback issue? Uh, we'll touch upon that. We'll do that next. It's Taz and Moose here on this Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Sunday, NFL on CBS features a full slate of games, including Brady and the Pats on the road in Washington. And the Ravens and Steelers are renewing their AFC North rivalry. Check your local listings for the game in your area. It all begins with JB and the guys on the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, only on CBS. And uh, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line of 855-212-4227 is brought to you by our good friends at Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. In 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Set down to Jersey. Talk to our friend John on line, uh, radio.com. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John from Jersey. All right, yes. behind <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. What's going on? Uh-huh. Taz, I'm not, not going to do that to you, brother. I told uh, you it was going to be a good game. It was defensive battle, defensive. Battle. How was. was it? How was it there? How was it in, uh, in the stadium? How, how did it feel at the game? It, it was, um, it was insane here. The, I mean, <laughs> the Buffalo fans are just in—they're <laughs> nuts. They're nuts. Uh, oh my god, they were so pumped up for a win. Again, I honestly didn't have any problem. I, with about maybe 15 people. No. Most, mostly we're Bills fans. About three or four of us are Pats fans. Um, at least jerseyed up as, as Pats fans. Yeah. And we, we really didn't have any problem. Nobody said, not- hey, what's up there, douche? Nobody said like a little comment to you, a little snide. Yeah, I mean, it, it was playful stuff, obviously. All right, all right. Yeah, I mean, you had... Um, they had you didn't people- feel like your life was in danger. <laughs> No, no. I mean, they had people walking around the parking lot dressed up in, like, prison jumpsuits with Aaron Hernandez. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that, that. And who oh was going through tables, and they were setting Belichick dolls on fire. <laughs> and it was, uh, and uh, Brady, my God. It's just your typical routine pregame stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, I mean, the game was great. The Bills played their heart out. I thought there was, you know, a couple of... You know, a couple of plays that could have gone either way with, with you know with the penalties and I mean I don't know what it looked like on TV just right. hearing right. what you guys talked about and 
you know, um, in the shows last night where was that it? That interception on the sidelines looked like it could have been. Mm, yeah, it wasn't. Well, where, where yeah. the guy had a bounce, had his hand on the ball. Yeah, or, called it a rule. It's not an interception, but, but that's what happens. What was job? What was it like? I'm curious. In the stadium, the vibe when Josh Allen got nailed by Jones when he dropped because initially it looked like he got knocked out cold. I mean, I'm sure it was. It was a, it had it was a gasp in the stadium that yeah. he got hurt. Right. But then it, it was like the the anger toward the Pats and the Pats fans kind of ratcheted up, okay. where it was knock Brady out, get him, or, or, or my God, look at that, kick him out of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that hit him. Yeah. And yeah. I think they kind of, and it just seemed where the people around me were kind of like, oh, God, with Barkley, we have no chance. But Barkley didn't really play that bad. I didn't think he played that bad. Moose kind of thought he played bad. I don't want to put words in your mouth, Moose, but I, I felt like he played uh, pretty good. I mean, no, I, being I thrown say, in there, I you know? I just didn't think the Bills were going to win the game that, that when Barkley came in the game. And I'm like, listen, Allen threw three picks. But Allen's got this kind of, like, little knack in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he does. To, yeah. to pull game, even as badly as he plays, to – to find a rhythm and to find a way to win, which is the most important thing when right. you look at NFL quarterbacks. And I just didn't think – I thought when push came to shove, I didn't think Barkley was going to score the – find a way to put the ball in the end zone for the go-ahead score. I just right. didn't. Well, what I thought, what I thought was going to happen is when Allen went back to the locker room, again, he was waving to the fans, and he pretty much sprinted back to the locker room. Right. And I'm just saying to my friends – wouldn't this be the storybook ending? And here comes like two minutes left. Allen comes running out of the tunnel, comes out on the field, and they go right down the field and and, and win the game. Yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> I wish I wish that your and, story would have really happened. And <laughs> we did beat your team this week, and this week we got the Moose's team. But I'll be in Washington this week for the Pats and the uh, Skins. Don't, don't worry, this week will be a lot easier for you yeah, guys. I promise. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about this week. This week you can play your. This week you can play your scout team. <laughs> No. Hey, and also real quick, uh, in addition to a Pats fan, I am a Rutgers fan too. Do you know the past since 2014 when Rutgers has played Michigan and Ohio State? Do you know that they've been outscored 527 to 60? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I witnessed all I those games. That. Wow. Yes, it's been bad. That's good. I, I good stat, the been in every one. That's, a, That's right. Yeah. It's a tough one. You want Shiano back, John? I, I, I'll take Shiano in a second. I love Shiano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hell of a coach. Yeah, he's anyway. a very good coach, uh, and yes, they've they've struggled. All right, John, we got to let you go because Andrew's here and he wants you off the show. Well, no, he wants he was to do his about, update. You know, so John calls up. He's Thank not you, rubbing, He's not rubbing salt in the wound. He's no, he's a very cool. courteous. He's, cool. Pat he's a fan. professional fan. He gets hey, it. No, he was kind of no problem fan. with that. No, he, he closes cool. it out with, uh, even though he's a Rutgers fan, to to basically stomping on the Scarlet Knights and says waves goodbye. Yeah, he did do that. Yeah. By the way, let me throw out how they've been. Absolutely just Dreadful. pummeled by yeah. Ohio State and Michigan. All right, have a good Monday, guys. <laughs> Take care. Take That's care. Fine. I'll leave this here. I'll see you later. <laughs> What's yeah. going on, Bogus? How are you? Oh, hey, Moose, Taz, yeah, America. Unfortunately America. for our good friend Boomer Esiason, oh. he did not get to call yesterday's oh, Vikings Bears sad. game. That's so sad. Felt so bad for him. Uh, what is he going to do now? Well, I started a GoFundMe page. If you guys want to, I'm going to give him like a, some kind of gift basket. I think, to <laughs> gift basket. Condolences. Oh, nice. you should, that's a good idea. Bo. Yeah, I thought so. Right? That is. You know, what I'm going to give him nothing. Okay, that's something to give it's him. Typical nothing. You. This is Boomer Esiason. Yeah, I'm give him nothing. I, you know what? I saw him on TV yesterday. He looked annoyed. I saw him doing the on cameras in the <laughs> I studio. Think he wanted to be do the yeah, game. Yeah, you're right. You're I right. Think he he looked, wanted to do the game. He looked annoyed. He didn't want to deal with any of his friends in the studio. His fancy football TV friends. He looked. Ticked. I'm telling you. If I saw Boomer uh, today, is he here today? 
Yes. I don't think he had anything. A personal day. Oh, to he's recover. off today. Oh, he's got to recover. Now he's here. No, he's, he's here, here today. Oh, I saw him today. Oh, see, I'm so glad. Um, the joys and heartbreaks of sports. Well, sounds so natural. How could it be heartbreak? I mean, Romo just does what Romo does under pressure. Romo just, wow. does, just does what he wants. Wow. Wait, what do you mean? I missed that shot. Is there oh, a shot Moose. And his golf game. Top <laughs> turnbuckle. Oh. Ooh. Oh. oh. What do you mean? Did everyone think that Romo was, was all just sudden, got ejected for targeting? Like, well down the stretch. Oh. <laughs> he hit a yeah. shot. I was watching on the golf. He hit a shot. I think it was the ninth or tenth hole that. I, after I saw him hit the shot, I said, it's over. He's got no shot. He had a ball. Yeah. He was in the rough. Boomer unpacked his bag. He was about 65 <laughs> yards. He was about 65 yards off the green. Took about 25 practice swings and then hit the ball literally 20 yards. Mm. Went from turf, went from that. rough to rough. Yeah. It was a terrible shot. I go, there's no way he's making it. I mean, come on. But back, yeah, back it's to, over. Back I think boomer, though, to sweat. I, just think about this, though. How awkward. Everybody knows that you're... You know, you're the guy who's going to get this slot as, if Tony Romo advances. And Tony Romo doesn't advance, so now everybody knows you're not getting that spot. It's a tough look. So you do feel bad for Boomer? No, I think it's a humbling moment. I don't feel bad for anybody, okay? That's, I'm a hard ass, so I, I, don't, I have no sympathy for anybody. But um, except for the way Alabama handled Jalen Hurts, that's a whole other story. But anyway, I don't, uh, no, I, I don't feel bad for Boomer. And I love Boomer. He's my friend, a uh, close personal friend. But I will tell you this, um, he bounce, he'll bounce back, Boomer, he'll be fine. I just, I've, I think it stinks, though, that it's, like, publicly known. Like, you got to wait to see. Like, you just said, Michelle, watching Tony Romo play golf. I'm thinking, and, and Andrew's joking, I just Boomer emptied his bag, which he probably did. He probably canceled the charter plane and everything. But that probably all happened. And that's like, that's like, just imagine everybody else is watching, wondering the same thing. Wow, is Tony Romo going to advance? Is Boomer going to take the jet plane? Yeah. You know, uh, you know to watch the. You know Bogus I mean? like, never thought it, though. Give Bogus, he's got no shot in terms of Romo. Yeah. So it's not happening. I'm shocked he stayed in the 70s be, on Friday. I'll be honest with you, watching Romo on the golf course, I can't believe he was an NFL quarterback. You guys keep getting into the logistics of he the golf not, game. I'm trying no, to talk I'm about not, the overview statements here that we're talking about. No, you're talking I, I, about the, you're breaking down the golf. I'm not breaking down the golf. I'm just saying, I watched Romo like walk yes. on the golf course. I can't believe he was an NFL quarterback. Why? I didn't see it. What did he do? It just do? does not look like, like an, like, I don't know, like Boomer walks in and he looks like a quarterback. I don't know. Romo, like, like a stumble he just, bum? He just did not look like an athlete. Athletic guy was playing quarterback really? for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah Boomer's just, very regal. You know, I'm not oh, saying he's all regal. regal. Yeah. He's all regal. Boomer's but he a, is. Boomer's a, a star. Yeah, he's, you know, the blonde hair. Like, he's got six the foot big, nine. His booming voice. Yeah, he's yelling at everyone's like, hey, Harris! Harris! <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to CBS Sports we Radio. The other day, Romo, CBS denied him to do this before. The fact that he's in the final year of his contract, oh. and they're looking to resign oh, him. That's they okayed news. It Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was in the story. It was in the report on Friday. Oh, I go. That's news to me. It's breaking news. Oh. I, I, I know it's a couple days old. Am I uh, breaking any news? It's <laughs> old. It's old. It's, it's old bagels. Right. Yeah, sports radio, but it's something reports. that we talked about at the time. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Good luck to everybody. Well, in bogus. This world. Uh, well, I mean, Boomer just wiped his uh, his eyes with a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> Take it away, bogus. <laughs> that he probably stole bill. from one of us. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it was Romo in the booth when Mitchell Trubisky hurt his left shoulder yesterday. The Bears survived that. Chase Daniel a touchdown pass. The defense gave up next to nothing. They beat the Vikings sixteen to six. Only a few more points in the Superdome last night. The Saints gave the Cowboys their first loss. 
12-10. Alvin Kamara, 89 scrimmage yards. Will Lutz, four field goals. Dak Prescott's Hail Mary intercepted to end the game. The Miami Dolphins didn't win yesterday, but at least they did this. Throws it, good protection. Throws it down the sideline, wide open. And touchdown, Devontae Parker. What a throw by Josh Rosen. Devontae Parker wide open. He dropped it in for there's the touchdown. That's something you don't hear much. What a throw by Josh well, Rosen. It, that's <laughs> Jimmy Cephalo and his friends on Dolphins Radio. <laughs> it's September 29th yesterday, game four. That was the first time the Dolphins led this season. Wow. It was late in the first quarter. It lasted for less than four minutes. The Chargers eventually won the game 30 <laughs> to 10. Unbelievable. The Rams took their first loss, 55-40 to the Bucks in L.A. Jared Goff's 517 yards, the third most ever in a loss because he turned the ball over four times, including a fumble that Ndamukong Sue returned 37 yards for the knockout score with 106 to go. The Chiefs snuck out of Detroit 34-30. The Pats cooled off the Bills 16-10. The Raiders held off the Colts 31-24. And the Jaguars rallied for a 26-24 W in Denver. The Broncos led 17-3. They lose despite a 14-point lead at home for the first time since 2006. The Titans 24-10 winners in Atlanta. And the Giants took care of Washington 24-3. Rookie Dwayne Haskins picked off three times after replacing Case Keenum in his second. I have a question. Um, Giants, we have a lot of Giants fans here. What, what are we thinking? Yeah, Andrew, you're a Giants fan. Mike is, uh, you guys, you know, now, you know, the honeymoon's over a little bit for Daniel Jones. You're oh, no, happy? they're not going to lose again, I would think. <laughs> no, so, I mean, you happy with this? Of course. I still think anyone that's. Hey, yeah, two up deceptions there, yesterday. Right. It wasn't like, you know. I mean, the Giants tweeted last week a gif, a gif of like somebody Dive. deleting. Their their angry draft yes, tweets and right. texts. Yes. I mean, I might want to give it an entire year. What is that again? The Giants are being have been very snarky. Like going back and going back to last April when you're sending angry tweets about drafting oh, of Daniel Jones. Yeah. Going oh, so back, trolling their fan base. Correct. Right. Going smart. back and deleting it. Yeah. That's good to do. I mean, I maybe play the entire season before you get snarky. Yeah. But yeah. going I, at your fan base, the ones who pay the bills. That's right. a good move. I mean, he's better than Eli at yeah. this point, just yes. because he can run. Mike, you're and happy. Right. Die he, he can actually move. Yeah. Right, exactly. You're happy right. Yeah, he had a nice third down play where he spin out of getting tackled and ran for the first down, and I was, oh. There's that, you just had a little glimpse right there, ladies and gentlemen, of Mikey Beast's play-by-play abilities. That was real good right there. Actually stuttered a little bit, uh, yeah. but thank you. Oh, but speaking of play-by-play, how did everything go with the uh, the old Rams? The uh, I thought I thought fairly well. You did a good job? I, I, I Maybe. I didn't get a chance to watch <laughs> That's them. okay. I didn't expect you to. I was. I didn't okay. get a chance. Were you was... watching the Rutgers game instead? Yes, no, Rutgers. No. no, I wasn't watching. I was in the yard smoking a cigar. Fifty-two nothing. Big Ten the... Network. Yeah, I didn't watch that early. I was just wondering how that the went. early window. The early. Let's window. get this out of the way. The early... Stop, <laughs> Andrew. Come on, don't kick him uh, while they're down. Stop. The guy who does play-by-play on the internet. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. Thank you, Moose. Quickly, Ouch. baseball. The Sorry. St. Louis Cardinals. My mic desk? was on. I didn't realize my mic was. Oh the St. Louis Cardinals, the NL Central champs, a 9 nothing win over the Cubs yesterday as the regular season ended. That sends the Brewers to the wild card game in Washington tomorrow night. Before that game, the Cubs announced that Joe Madden is not returning as manager. Clint Hurdle fired in Pittsburgh, but GM Neil Huntington keeps his job. And, of course, we all love soccer here. NYCFC clinching the top spot in MLS's Eastern Conference despite losing yesterday because the Philadelphia Union also lost. Yeah, oh, I, know, I heard about that. Yeah. There you go. Nice job, Andrew. Yeah, I know Taz knew that, but not I everybody did, else did. I did, did not. Yeah. Yeah. Philadelphia sold, yep. 
Nope, that's Serena League, Philadelphia oh, yeah, Union. Nope, okay. that's John Bon Jovi. Pick right. it up in an edit. Thank you. Yes, we'll fix that in the podcast. Yep. Right. Already out. I'm oh. obsessed oh. with arena football. You we'll know. talk a little Viking football on the undercard. We'll get to that next. It's Taz and Moose here on this Monday morning, right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, time right now to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question is from Bob down in Georgia. How screwed are the Vikings with Kirk Cousins at quarterback? Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service. Where? O'Reilly Auto Parts. That's where better parts, better prices. Every day, uh, yeah, I mean, impossible. Uh, his record now is just uh, absolutely brutal. I think it's like 4-27 and 27 mm. against teams above the 500 mark as a starting quarterback uh, in the National Football League. I might even be giving him a little bit more credit than he deserves. Yeah. I mean, it is, uh, it is a brutal record. He struggled. I mean, the, the game in Lambeau, the game yesterday, I mean, to add insult to injury, Taz, you have a backup quarterback come in in Chase Daniel uh, for the Chicago Bears, um, and and he plays pretty well for yeah, the Bears real as, good. as they win the game. I mean, if you're Kirk Cousins, Mister Guaranteed Money, and their offensive line struggled against Chicago, you've got to find a way. You are you're paid yeah. to make everyone around him better. That's what you're paid to do. His performance against good teams is horrendous. Yeah, no, god awful. Um, I'll tell you who else has got awful. Look, Dalvin Cook can run the rock. But good Lord, don't let him block in that backfield. Oh, my <laughs> yes. God. He got trucked more than once. I can't remember the linebacker's name on a blitz. Just full speed coming at you and just trucked Dalvin Cook. I mean, destroyed him. And Dalvin Cook saw him coming. That's a running back's job when you're in the pocket and you're blocking. You know, you, you do something called you break down. You break down. You see the guys coming. You break down for impact. You engage. Oh, Lord, this kid just trucked him. Uh, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. I think it was uh, Katawaski, Kat- uh, Nick Kat- I think that's who it was. It was one of the backup linebackers. But anyway, yeah, defense, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see the Oh, play. it was unbelievable. You, yeah. You'll find it online. But anyway, um, look, the Bears' defense is amazing. That doesn't help the situation here for, for the good old Kirk Cousins. You know, that doesn't help at all. But, yeah, I've never been a big fan of of Cousins at all. He threw for over 230 yards, but he protected the ball, so that's good. Yeah, he did, but... Um, yeah, he's not. Know, he's I, the, he was, brought, he yeah. was brought there to be the guy that puts that franchise over the top, oh, um, yeah. and he's not, you know, Taz? And, and sometimes agree. it's between the years. I mean, I, because physically he could throw the football, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you know he's a smart guy. I mean, the Shanahan's love him, adored him. He, coming out of Michigan State, he... He's a, you know one of the one of the leaders of that program. Has had success here in the National Football League, but there are some guys when the pressure's on or pressure starts to mount, they have a tendency to really underperform. And Cousins just underperforms with some of his decisions. I, I, I think the game in Green Bay against Lamba against the Packers was different uh, and was worse than yesterday because I. Because the Bears' defense is ridiculously good, but you've got to find a way to do something offensively. <clears throat> yeah. And the Bears' defense is really good. This they're, they're is not tremendous. the 85 Bears, though. No, but but they are. They really are really good, good Taz. Really good. I mean, yeah. to, but you're, you're, you've got Cook, you've got Thielen, you've got Stephon Diggs. 
Uh, yeah. You know, you've got two good tight ends, the rookie Irv Smith, too. Uh, throw him in uh, to the mixed task. You've got enough weapons to do, you know, something of significance well, offensively. It's, you're right. It's like I said earlier about the Dallas Cowboys last night, too, against the Saints. You've got a, a running back like, like Zeke Elliott, and you can't win just time of possession, which is vital in the game, as you know. Yep. Same thing happened with the Vikings. They, yeah, they, good point. They, 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 you got Dalvin Cook, and, and you. I'm looking at the time of possession. The Bears had the ball for had possession for 35, 30, over 35 minutes, where the the, uh, the Vikings had it for 24 minutes. That's a big difference. That is a big difference. It's a big difference in a football game. No, you got to run it back like Dalvin Cook. Come on. You know? well, that is a significant difference. Is uh, Now the, the Vikings take on the Giants in their next game. And watch Kirk Cousins. He'll play very, very uh, well probably. in that game. Probably light will. up that giant defense. You're probably right. You're probably right. You probably will. You're probably right. I, I think you might be right. <laughs> I mean, but we'll see. We'll see. So there you have it. Yes, if you're a Viking fan, yes, you are concerned about your quarterback. Wait a second. They're playing that. That's in, at, in Jersey. They're Correct. Playing, yeah, they're playing in Jersey. Yeah. Yes, that is in Jersey. Correct. See, I won't say New York. That's no, my I thing. know. I, I know. Buffalo's only New York's only, it's only New York team. team yes, I know. it's been established. Jets and yes, no. Thank you, Josh Allen. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Well, Josh Allen. We even know where he is right now. Well, it doesn't. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. Josh. No, I'm not even going to. No, uh, hopefully he's okay. He, he, he should be okay. I hope he's okay. Hopefully yeah. it's okay. Ah, uh, here we go. Uh, the undercard. Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. I don't know, Mike. There's been a lot covered in this yeah. episode. What do we so got, Michael? Let's see what you got. All right, I'll see if I can find something. All here. right. So buddy. the uh, Cleveland Browns are now in first place in the AFC North, which is crazy to say out loud. They defeated the Ravens yesterday. Baker Mayfield was asked if Rex Ryan deserves any of the credit for the Browns' win. Absolutely not. Rex Ryan does not give any credit for this week's win. No. Are these two ever going to go away, or is the feud going to continue? Well, my opinion, uh, Baker Mayfield, you can see he's a grudge holder. And I am a fellow grudge holder, so I understand when I see a grudge holder. And that's what Baker Mayfield is. (laughs) He's going to hold a grudge against Rex Ryan for a long time. And that's going to stay with him for a long time. Where Rex Ryan, I think, has just moved on. I mean, so he made his comments yesterday in the pregame. Rex Ryan did ripped the kid again, and which is pretty funny to see. But, um, but yeah, and no, I think that I don't think it's ever going to go away. I think Baker's going to stay with this forever. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to hang for a while. I do. Yeah. I, I don't. Just, I think people know. are going to ask about it. I'm sure Rex is going to get continued to ask about it because now it's kind of going to be uh, take the temperature of the Browns and Mayfield, the corner of Rex Ryan every week. The difference is Rex Ryan is already handling it better. Than Baker Mayfield's course of maturity. I mean, Rex Ryan has done some silly things as a head coach. We know that. Footsie Jones. But no, the thing is, though, like he, he's got a foot fetish. Exactly. But the thing is, he's much more mature. He should be. He's a lot older than Baker Mayfield, and he's been. He's much more seasoned, so he's going to handle it better. Just by like we talked about earlier, just by showing up in studio live on on TV, but on pregame wearing a brown suit with an orange yeah, tie. Funny. That's funny. It's yeah. trolling, but it's still funny by Rex Ryan. He's being self-deprecating. He's like, ah, I'll play along with the joke. I don't have anyone's colors while well, I'm wearing brown and red, orange now. You know, so I, I thought yeah, it was a good thing. I agree this. with you. I agree, and it's the first time in a while that Rex has actually cut through. So it's a good thing as well too, yeah, because um, you know he he grabs some headlines, which is something that he's trying to do now as a member of the media. Yeah, he's everywhere. Oh, oh. Uh, what did you make of Kyle Allen's performance with the Panthers? Uh, Kyle Allen, um, I thought he played well. I mean, he's got to hold on to the football. Uh, but aside from that, listen, Panthers won a very, very good road game down in Houston. Defense played well. 
wasn't as electric as he was the previous week in Arizona. Right. No, no. Kyle Allen definitely held play on. Just so I'm a little thrown off. Tell you later on. It has nothing to do with you. But anyway. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. You look great, Kyle Allen. No doubt. It's a great show today. Great yes. Show. Very good show. Enjoyed it. Um, our thanks to uh, Chef Mike Pete across the way. Bogish with your updates. 855-212-4CBS. That is your number to call always. Check out the podcast, radio.com, Apple Podcast, Stitcher as well. Uh, Taz, enjoy your Monday, bud. Thank you. Uh, sorry. Yes, you too, boys. Thank All you. All right. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.